I'm sure a lot of you out there, when you, when things go really well, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. The devil, the evil, the demons, they feed off anxiety. And the anxiety is something that's been, it's a lie which has been instilled into you from previous trauma. I'm, I'm human too. You know, I have rough weeks. I have rough emotional weeks. I have rough mental weeks. And uh, this was one of them. Who deals with depression and anxiety and who has been in an abusive relationship, they can recognize these things. You can see that in somebody else. Iron sharpens iron, but man sharpens man. This is Men in Your Life, unapologetically human. Here are your hosts, Dan and Brady. What's up, man? What up? Hey, how you doing, man? What's going on? Oh, same shit. Different nah. week. <laughs> yeah, you look tired. We talk I about am tired. Talk yeah, about that yeah, well, beforehand. Yeah, we in our in our pre-show, you know, because we we have such a such a really firm laid out plan for these episodes that um, we no actually no we talk for about 15, 20 minutes before the episode and then we get going and and then we get going and and, and the funny thing is is maybe thirty percent of the time we actually stick to the topics we talk about before we record. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just that, yeah yeah that's just who we are though. That's, we we've learned very early on that we're not script people. We're not. I mean, We're yeah, we, yeah, we we could probably get a little more organized, though. I mean, really. maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not bad. We've got an intro and we got a thing, and you and know, and then I thing, fi- and that's, that's... you know, it only took me a year to figure out that, like, you know, you can, you know, do little caption stuff at the bottom, and I never, to yeah, be fair, awesome. I never really, I never really played around with this thing other than. Um, the graphics or whatever side of it, but I mean, it's cool, right? Yeah. No, um, well, it is. Uh, it is December, bro. It is. Speaking of cool, it's. Uh, I. I mean, where? Where? Uh, every year, we talk about this. You know what? Where the hell did this this year go? I don't know. I'm not ready to be honest. <laughs> with you. I'm not like. I, I feel like. I feel like it just, I feel like it just started. I don't, it doesn't feel like December. I mean, because here it's, you know, 50 something degrees, but it's windy, you know, it's cold, but it's, it's what it's 50 degrees, but it's been windy. So like the wind chill has brought it down to like 40. So, you know, it's at night at night, it gets down to like 25. Here's the thing about Here's the thing about where we live. It'll be, I'll wake up to go to work. Right. And it'll be, 25 24 degrees and then sure. by the afternoon hits it'll be 75 so and then <laughs> i don't know it's like living in colorado it's like just it's <laughs> kind of just like one for like four hours it'll be like six inches of snow on the golf course and you'll be out teeing off by two two in the afternoon because it'll all be melted well yeah and i mean be where, where i'm from it's it's easier to acclimate i mean in in my hometown, you know, the high is only you know five or six degrees difference than the the low. I mean, the difference is is you know the high is ten. <laughs> so, difference is it's uh, a difference of negative and positive yes. degrees. That is the difference. Yes. No, not all year. Actually, my hometown's pretty temperate. Anyway, um, 
But are we too really too old old guys talking about the weather now? Is that what? We're, yeah, is, I look at the weather every day now. Every I, day, I, every day, I look at every the ten day. day outlook. I look at the hour by hour. I go, oh man, it's going to rain tomorrow. Well, I'm part of that th- this project at work that has me about five minutes from my old apartment. Oh, yeah, that's that's some PTSD so, right there. Yeah, no kidding. No, I, and uh, apparently, and my my beautiful wife shared this this piece of news with me apparently the other day like right on the corner at the intersection of the two major streets that i used to live on there was a shootout like 17 shell casings what you know, oh yeah 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 no, it's, <laughs> was that the the local um um entrepreneurs that lived in that used to live in that <laughs> that used to live in the, yeah probably yeah probably. i still can't get over i still can't get over when we came in for the wedding and we were leaving your apartment i think we were going to go pick up the cake and the guy was just chilling yes, at the were. street corner with the box of Modelo, and he was just pounding down these beers with the yeah. box or whatever mm-hmm. oh yeah I was like, "This is this is just a lawless state out here. You guys it just is. do whatever you want." <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, I mean, the, the cops can't arrest anybody anymore, so that's um, no. And that's and we we have had a flash of uh, of severe weather. You you heard about it? You guys had snow the other day. Yeah, we got some right. snow, and yeah, we. I mean, what what they call snow here, we got. Um, a dust that's a dusting for you that's a couple a inches for us apparently a couple four inches is is all we got yeah but i mean but the the big thing was was the the temperature it was cold it was icy i didn't go to work or well i didn't go into work for two days wow um, just because of that i didn't trust because of roads. because of four inches it's the roads and the other oh, drivers just iced over oh well yeah, yeah i mean if if i had to go into my office I would have been fine, but I have a, like an hour long drive, and mm. I mean, it, with, in weather like that, the longer you're on the road, the the, the yeah. more risk you're taking. So, yeah, oh, I I know all about that being stuck in that uh, northeast or the uh, east coast snowstorm from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was fun. Mm. Good yeah. times had by all. I know, right? That was a like a twelve hour drive home from work, which is only. Like- what 40 some minutes 40 some miles away from <laughs> well well um as as much as you know our, our listeners enjoyed no we will dissect the weather. the weather from here on and... out we will get analytical about no i'm just kidding <laughs> so welcome to unapologetically human your source for news um <laughs> where we're always wrong yes absolutely we have oh, to wait. keep our well well, I mean, one of us is always wrong. I mean, that's that's the nice thing is we're at least shooting 50-50. Hopefully. <laughs> There's no guarantee. I'm, I'm just going to go with that. That's oh, So how, how's, how's the last couple of weeks treated you, man? How, how's everything going? Good. Uh, the house is uh, – I say the house, but um, my wife is sick. But uh, the baby's good, and the dog is good, and I'm good, and work is good, and gearing up for baby's first Christmas. You know, I, I love how detailed you get on our intros. That is, <laughs> I mean, but there's everything's good. Everything's, everything's, everything's good. Everything's you know, good. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. No, everything, <laughs> but everything is good. Like life is good. We put the we put the tree up after um, 
vacation. Oh, I guess that happened. I did. We did go to the beach. Um, hey, we talk about that. that. We went to the. There we go. We went to the beach for vacation. Um, and then when we got home, we put the tree up and let Madison uh, hang some ornaments. Um, you know, uh, started. <laughs> haven't really wrapped any presents yet. We need to. We need to get cracking on that. I guess you have, really have. Yeah, we have gifts. Oh, you don't have gifts yet. Uh-uh. See, my wife is the the leader of like couponing and online shopping for deals. Oh, nice. So she's been doing this stuff year. year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, we, every year we talk about it around Christmas. We're like, now we're going to start buying. You know, in, in like June. And, and then it's now, like December fourth, and you yeah. December fourth, yeah. and you go, hey babe, you know, like uh, Christmas is three weeks away. Did we do anything yet? Oh shit, no. All right then, <laughs> here comes Amazon. Here comes Amazon <laughs> right now. My driveway. <laughs> what about you? Oh, How's um, the week's been for you? Our last couple of weeks have been all right. I've been, like I said, I've been on the project. That's, I, I mean, I can, I kind of consider it out of town. I mean, I use in, even in my yeah. little car, I use like a quarter tank of gas every every trip. So, um, but um, no, it sucks. Actually, uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of of this project. I, I, and part of it's probably just the fact that the, you know the the weather has been what it is, and I'm I'm in a warehouse all day, so now I actually know how you feel. Um, I'm not in a, I'm not in a, in a nice heated truck or, or, you know, office. Um, no, I'm kidding. That's not why it's uh, honestly, we don't, we don't have, honestly, we are. So, oh, well, I, I don't think you guys can, but, um, no, anyway, I, you know, it's, it's less than that. Honestly, that, that's not, that's not the issue. The issue is the drive, the traffic I'm getting off later, which, which means mm. I'm hitting, uh, there's there's been more than more than one of the days that it's taken me two hours to just to get home, yeah. um, which which sucks. Um, I was spoiled. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I was spoiled. I'm, I, we moved down here to get closer to my work, and and <laughs> and then we started a project. You know, five <laughs> minutes. Lit- I mean, literally five minutes away from my old apartment. Um, so that's probably that's probably been the only real issue over the last couple of weeks just just the commute which it's good for me honestly you know it's no it's not it sucks oh hi <laughs> <laughs> suddenly there's a half naked <laughs> child that just popped up oh yeah God. she has she has an aversion to clothes um, <laughs> it's, it's just that's just how it is um uh, oh hi! That was Vinny, just like Vinny, put a shirt on before you. Put <laughs> I think that's illegal now. Um, uh, but might not but really no, it's video. But no, you might not. You, I mean, you, you might have to put something up. Funny. I don't know. Cut off. It was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and she didn't say a word. She opened no, around she's, like, oh, she's like, I hear daddy's oh, voice shit. in here. Okay, Why never is, mind. Okay, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but. But no, it was. Uh, it, it's been. It's been a couple of weeks. It has. It's it, and. Um, but holidays it's, are right around the corner, and, and yeah, and this time of the year makes it worse. I mean, not worse. It makes it, it does. harder. It does. Yeah. You know, because um, there, there's you're, been there's yeah. been a couple of days where where um, where the kids were acting out, especially my daughter, um, mm. because I I'm just not home as much. Yeah. You know, because I leave. You know, I leave it. You know, four forty-five, 
mm. you know, to, to, to get up to, you know, where I need to go for the project. Cause you know, all the, uh, all of my people come in at, at six and, um, does she get complacent like around mom when you're not home? No, um, her and her mom are very much alike. Oh yeah, oh, I, see. <laughs> I see. So then, by the time you get home, you're kind of like powering down, a, a, like World War Three. Let's just let's just say that every now and then I get a text from my wife that makes me wonder whether or not I'm going to have still have two children when I get home. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Jesus Christ! Um, and any of you parents out there will. I mean, I, and everybody, of course, knows we're kidding, but. Yeah, but um, I'm pretty sure they can relate because they're probably all like, mm-hmm, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. especially this time of year. Um, oh yeah, you know, at least up here, you're not going outside and playing as much. You're not. I mean, it's just there's 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 still plenty to do, and yeah, you can go outside and play still, but you know, you're you're not going to be out there for very long anymore. Um, no, but this is your first. This is y'all's first winter at the house, right? It is. It's the first. So Christmas in the house. so you get you get to. It's probably a little bit of adjustment realizing that, like, oh shit, we can put jackets on and go run around outside now. We don't have to like go down, oh, yeah. into the, you know, down into the parking lot in the common area of like an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. You have the freedom of being like, oh yeah, I guess you can go outside without us having to be there because you just throw jackets on and go out in the yard and have fun. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's definitely. A, I mean, as you just saw from from our our brief visitor there. Um, it, it takes a little bit because she's got to get fully dressed <laughs> before she goes outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been more than once where she's been standing one day, sliding, one day sliding she's the last door out back in, in nothing <laughs> but her underwear and boots. And I'm like, I, 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 I can respect the, the, the desire to go outside and play, but you've got to get clothes on. It's, she's, she's got your blood. That's what it is. Yes, she's like she's much. like the cold does not bother me. I'm going to wear a burlap sack and I'm going to carry this spear around and I'm going to go hunt the neighborhood cats. The uh, oh no, I, yeah, you know that's and and that's she's already a Disney princess. She, you know the oh. cold never bothered her anyway. That's um, she's a the caveman yes. version of a Disney princess. Yes, uh, apparently, well, yeah, pretty much. That's. Um, <laughs> Oh shit! Oh good lord! Um, so tell us about the trip, man. Um, anything you want to, anything you want to discuss about your trip? Um, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> it was, no, it was, no, it was, it was good. I mean, it was nice to see everybody. Um, the World Cup was going on, so the house got a little loud. Sure. Um, it was. Uh, my wife's grandparents, um, grandma rented a, a beach house for everybody. It was me and uh, the, uh, grandparents and ta- uh, wife's mom and ma- uh, dad and set mom and brother and his daughter and then aunt and uncle and their son. And, you know, it was a lot of people in a small house. And this was one of sure. the first times that we took um, we took the baby to, well, really the first time, I guess of, you could call it, yeah, vacation. It was the first time that she's been away from our house for an extended period of time. And it was the first time that she had to deal with something like that. So you can kind of figure out how that went. Sure, <laughs> um, no, yeah. but I mean, well, I mean, actually I don't have to, you told me about it, but she did, she did really well. Like, I mean, she, she handled like the car ride down really well. She got a little restless, you know, when we were like an hour out, but, um, she did really, really well on the way down. She did really well on the way up. Um, 
the hard part was uh, just getting her to kind of like nap at uh, nap at the house because it wasn't what she's used to. The house was really cold. Um, even though we would like turn the heat on, it was just we were smacked at right on the beach. And there was days where it was like 40 degrees. And when it's 40 degrees yeah. next to the beach, it feels like it's like 20. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we got we got some really good photos of her playing in the sand. And um, we, uh, you know, we watched some soccer. And um, her brother and I ended up watching um, All Quiet on the Western Front, which is absolutely unbelievable. I'd highly recommend any everybody to watch that movie. Um but uh, it was good. Like we had some good food, and um, Thanksgiving itself was fantastic. We had so much food. There was turkey and <laughs> like chorizo stuffing, and some kind of like seven layer salad, which was really just uh, lettuce and cheese and like bacon and like a bunch of other stuff like mixed together, and green bean casserole, and you know, God knows, just like everything. Um, oh. But that was good, and her dad made uh, two turkeys, which came out fantastic in the oven. It's um, snowing. I think is it snowing outside? For it's you, snowing it is. outside my house. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, I want to see snow. I love snow. But yeah, other than that, it was great. How was uh, like? What about you? Like Thanksgiving and everything? Oh, Thanksgiving was awesome. I mean, having my dad here is also is always a plus. I always like seeing him and and spending time with him and and watching him spend time with with the kids is always awesome. I mean, he's yeah. He yeah he I he does like to try to play being a hard ass, but he's not. Um, he's <laughs> he's a pushover. no. Judging by that last yeah, judging by that last episode, like I could tell, you know, there like he wants to be that like hard ass, and I'm sure he you know knew he was, but you could definitely see like the layers coming off of him. Oh yeah, you know, what yeah, I mean? he's 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 a good man. He really is, and he's you know he's he's just he's my dad. Um, yeah. But yeah, Thanksgiving was good. The in-laws came down, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law. So it was my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, my wife, the two kids, my dad, and me. And um, I did I did quite a bit of cooking. My wife made the green bean casserole, and um, I made pumpkin, both pumpkin pie and pumpkin cheesecake, um, <laughs> both from scratch, from, you know, I roasted the pumpkin. I made the pie crust from scratch. I did... Um, the, you know, one of those curses of being a former chef is, you know, now holiday seasons. You, I mean, do we need to take take a commercial break, right, Dan? That's, uh, oh, you, man, that sounds you, so you good. Need, you need a few minutes? But, yeah. No, um, uh, the turkey came out great. I ended up finishing the, the dressing on because I don't stuff the bird. I've never been a really yeah. big fan of it. Uh, just this is my personal taste. Um, but I ended up finishing the stuffing on the on the barbecue. Um, because I just hmm. ran out of room in the oven. <laughs> so, smart. No, that's that's smart. So I fired that thing up because I, I have a, a I have a, a a cast iron griddle plate for it um, that I just put on top of the of the, of the grill, and uh, so I did. I put that on. I fired it up, put it on, and then put the put the the dressing in there to finish it off and kept it warm. The dressing was the only thing that came out a little meh. It was just a. It was more of a texture thing that I wasn't a huge fan of. I got it too wet. Um, was that everything? Was that because you finished it off on the grill, or no? I put too much stock in it. Mm. Nah. Yeah, nah. I mean, it still came out. It came out delicious, but it was yeah. I'm sure everybody else loved it, but you, being the perfectionist, was like, "Oh, this is trash." No, honestly, it was. I still. I mean, I still ate it. I still liked it, and and truthfully, everything came out great. So, I mean, it was. 
it was good though. It was it was Here's nice. Here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. You do all that work, yes. and then you lose your marbles over canned cranberry sauce. Canned cranberry sauce. I love yeah. canned cranberry sauce. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. I don't get it. You put in all that work for delicious food, and then you get some processed crap, and that's what you love the most. Well, I didn't say I loved it the most, but it's definitely up there. I love that shit. That well, gel, want- the, the shit that <laughs> comes out of the can that looks like a can. It's. I mean, that's basically. <laughs> I wish they would etch the the what's actually on the label in into the the gelatin mold, because I think that would be hilarious. It's disgusting. But, <laughs> No, it's wonderful. Are you kidding me? Do you just do you just not do your own cranberry sauce, or I mean, I I could. You just like the can better. I I like the can. No, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm never gonna recover from this. But anyway, well, I mean, hey, look, you um, you like what you like, man. That's 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 you. It ain't me. I don't have to eat it. You have so to I eat it. I, I don't have to eat it. <laughs> So I gotta ask, especially with uh, with with bringing Maddie to a new place and and all that stuff, and trying to get her to nap, and and the stress involved with that. How was your uh, how was your sleep through the holidays, man? Oh, sleep was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, and it's uh, how do I put this nicely? Um, do you know, like, you ever have you ever? Have you ever like opened up the Bible and read like the first like page and it basically yeah. talks? Okay. So somewhere in there must be the directions on how those mattresses were made that we slept on, because I feel like they were hand chiseled by like Jesus Christ himself. They were awful. <laughs> they were terrible. He was a carpenter, not a man. They were terrible. I don't care. They were terrible. <laughs> they were awful. They were really they, they were really, really bad. And like I'm not trying to complain, but it was like all yes. the ro- all the rooms were really different, and like the the room that we stayed in first was obviously like a child's room, and we were like sleeping on this like small bed, and really? it was like any little like thing you move, it just creaks. It would be like you could you could cough, and it would sound like the whole bed is like falling apart. So we did like a <laughs> we did like a room swap because we put the crib and Maddie in a kind of a nice room actually and i was like hold on a second wait she i was like she's not even gonna use this room for anything practical like she's just gonna be in the crib let's just do like a a swap so we swapped out to the other room and the bed is like like five and a half feet off the ground oh so you needed a stool i was struggling getting on the bed like i was like (laughs) running and like diving onto that and like you know like taylor's tall and it's funny because there were actually side steps next to the bed so oh, really, whoever, really? yeah, so whoever was using it obviously needs help onto the bed. Now that bed was a little bit better, but um, sleep wise, I mean, I don't know. Like I don't sleep well to begin with. Um, but I was about to say now was now, did you not sleep well just because of the bed? No, not necessarily. I mean, yes and no. I don't sleep well to begin with. I, I haven't in, I can't remember how long, like it's it, like, as far as I can remember, I've have not slept well. Um, Dan, and is, I know, Dan is trying to avoid kicking off the topic of the day, which is, you know, yes, what keeps us up. Um, yeah, because yeah, it was kind of my idea, and he probably wants me to take off with it, but that's I do. just not how this is going to happen. All right, Dan, fine. Yeah. What keeps you up at night? <laughs> Terrible mattresses. Um, no. <laughs> Understandable. I get that. But I mean, 
in a way, I mean, I guess if you think about it, you can you can use the the mattress as a metaphor because it's all about being comfortable or comfortable. Or you can be like Dan and use the mattress as, as an excuse. Yeah, or that, or a, a trampoline. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you if you think about it, it, when you're most comfortable, it's when you're the most at peace, right? It's when you're restful. It's when you're, um, you know. I think it's, I feel like when you're the most restful when you're at peace. I think you right. Can, I, I feel I feel like I kind of. I'd rather flip that around a little bit. Okay, you know, that's, you're more yeah. you're the most restful when you're comfortable, which is when you're more, most at peace. I can see. But that. think about but think about like some of the most comfortable places like in your house that you sleep in. Sometimes it's your bed. Sometimes it's a couch. Sometimes it's a chair. Right. So it's always different, right? And I, I guess the way I look at it is, it's kind of like trying to be comfortable in different surroundings and sometimes it's really hard to be comfortable and find peace and be restful in new surroundings. And sometimes it's not just surroundings. Sometimes it's stuff that like goes on in your head. Like sometimes we bring stuff up. Sometimes we read something, see something, hear something, a conversation that took place, you know, that, that right there, technically, if you think about it is, is a new surrounding for us. Well, I mean, and and also, and I, it's funny because I've brought this up with some of the people I've worked with, you know, uh, over the last couple of months, a couple of times is you, you, you ever just randomly have that thought of something you said or did 15 years ago and all of a sudden, and you're just like, and you cringe and you're, I can't believe I, I did Ooh. that. Yep. And I mean, granted, it was 10 or 15 years ago, like you don't, it, or even like two or three years ago, but you know. Either way, it's long past, and it's really not that serious. But all of a sudden, my eyes are bing open, and I'm not sleeping. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But you know why? I think the reason why that happens is because we recognize now at the now that whatever we did was fucked up. Like whatever that yeah. was, we were wrong, right? And at that time, we didn't see it that way. And I was never wrong back then. Come on. Yeah, no. I mean, we're never think about it. How often how often are you actually wrong in the moment? Oh never. Never. never right? It's always after the fact when you realize yeah, like, that you messed up, right? Yeah. Like, Damn, right? <laughs> so I think a lot of that is you set up and you think about it because you one, you finally come to terms that hey, like I was a dick. That was fucked up. That was fucked up of me. But I think it's you try to think about the thing that led up to that moment and you try to make sure it doesn't happen again. And then it's like, have I been that way now? Have, Oh, I done then, yeah, you now? dissect it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, what, I mean, so I, I gotta ask, just, does, does the fact that you didn't sleep great on that, on that trip, do you think part of it was the fact that you're, you know, this was your first trip with Maddie and you didn't know what to expect? Um, maybe a, a small bit. I, I think we we got really lucky where our child has adapted well to basically anything that she has been put like put forward to. And I know that doesn't happen for everybody, but I think we've just got lucky that she's so open to ideas of new stuff. Now, what bothered me was um what would happen if she decided that this was the week that she wasn't going to sleep through the night? Like if she decided she's going to wake <laughs> up every few hours, like, are we going to piss the house off? Are we going to piss everybody else off? Like, are we going to get sleep? Are we going to have to decide to like, you know, this was a bad idea. Let's just go home. You know, that type of thing. And a lot of it was making sure that she was okay 
which I think took away from the vacation experience. But at the same time, we were put in situations where we were looking out for the best interest of our daughter and we were having issues with people not um, sharing the same accepting level of respect. That. Yeah. 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 No, and I and I and I understand that I do, um, but it's it's amazing after you become a father. I mean, this is obviously this is a men's mental health podcast. You know, it's amazing what happens with you know. Now I don't sleep for all new reasons. <laughs> I don't sleep because of work. I don't sleep because of builds. I don't sleep because I'm broke. I don't sleep because of exactly. uh, you know my wife. I don't sleep because of my kids. Exactly. I don't sleep it's, because of the I mean, dog. It's, it's, and... it, I, that's what I'm saying is is you know it's a whole different level when you're a dad. It it is, and then and honestly, and this is not this is not me talking shit. It's a it's a different level when you're 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 the the main the majority breadwinner or sole breadwinner of, of yeah. the family. I mean, yeah. and that's, you know, my, I've been blessed enough to be able to look at my wife and tell her that, you know, well, instead of paying an arm and a leg for somebody else to raise my child, uh, which there are some people out there that can and do, and that is your choice. I respect it. I have no problem. I really have no problem with your, with the choice that, that they make. It's just not the one we did because I mean, really, and I think I've said it before. You, you, we discussed it. You know, my my wife is damn good at what she does, and she is, and she also loves what she does. It's just we discussed it, and really, with two children, she could really only work part time mm. right now with with only one of them in school, and then you know, so it was more of a well. I mean, we you could work part time and just sign your check over to the daycare center, or you can be a stay at home mom. And she's an amazing stay at home mother. She takes damn good care of the children. You know, sometimes I think she could use a little duct tape, but um, <laughs> damn. But she, she's a damn. She is. She's amazing. Now that be, that being said, it's a whole different level of stress when you're you know you're the the sole or main breadwinner of the family that, you know, you, it's a different, it, it, it is. And, and I've lost sleep, you know, recently I've lost sleep. You know, I don't sleep. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't sleep, sleep as much no, anymore. I just don't sleep at all. Yeah, no, I, I just don't, don't sleep consistently anymore. I mean, there are nights, don't get me wrong. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying, Oh my God, I never sleep. No, there are nights where, you know, I'm, I'm tired or, you know, just what was it? Uh, Friday, um, after, you know, the snow, I was able to get up to the, to the project and, um, I went out back to, to tell the, the, the semi truck where to go. And there was a patch of ice on the ground. I didn't see. Oh no. And, and then on my way back, I saw it and still, hit I, it. and I still hit it. And so I fell twice um, so honestly, Friday night, I slept like a baby because my body was like, no, we're not doing this anymore. This is, um, and that shit, yes. that shit hits a little bit differently at 40. Oh. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> why are you going to bring that shit up? <laughs> oh yeah. No, I still hurt. I do. Yeah. Like, I've, I mean, now it's just more focused. Like before a uh, Friday, Friday night, Saturday, mo Saturday morning, less so, but Friday night, my whole body hurt, you know, Saturday morning, my body was a little sore. Now I know where I hit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not. Uh, I'm not no, trying to laugh at you. It just. I, oh no! I, it's, yeah. Shit! It's funny. 
Are you kidding me? When a six foot four, three hundred pound man falls, that's yeah, that's funny on 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 it's funny. many different levels. It wouldn't be funny <laughs> if you weren't okay, but I mean, it's you're um, okay, okay, so yeah. it's funny. Yeah, right. Yeah. I you know I only punctured one lung. We're good. Um, that's it. But nah, that's it. But no, I mean, all kidding aside, man, this is, I mean, especially this time of year, you know, and this is, I, and I have to give society credit for this as far as, you know, mental health in general is they, they do a lot of awareness for your sleep, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, granted mattresses are expensive as hell anymore. I um, mean, we just spent know, like $7,000. So you got me beat. I spent about six. God um, damn. Yeah, no, I mean, and I say spent. No, I'm still paying that money off. Yeah, that's what we did. Um, too. <laughs> but, yeah, no. but no, it's, you know, it was, but sleep is very important. I mean, we've, you know, I, I will give society credit for that, you know, even with as, as little as anybody really wants to talk about mental health, um, especially men's mental health. You know, they they have no problem looking at you and saying, you know, a good night's sleep is, you know, really what your body and mind needs. And, and it's true. It really is. I mean, you, you have to admit, you know, any, anytime you do get a good night's sleep, because, I mean, especially for people like us that don't sleep on a consistent basis, um, you feel the difference. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like, my back is messed up. So... Uh, the new mattress that we got now is, is fantastic. And sleeping on that thing is, is such a, it's such a dream. Like it is, it's amazing, <laughs> man. I've, I've gotten ever since we got that mattress, it's been like a week now. I've, I've yet to have like a restless night sleep, but nice. I don't think as important as to get a good night's sleep. It's kind of more about like, how do you, how the fuck do you even get there? Like, how do you even manage to get a good night's sleep sometimes? You know, like you said, you know, you, you've, you face your own obstacles being, um, uh, like a single income family. And, you know, my wife works really hard at, at, at her job and what she does. And, um, we you don't work, work for shit at yours, but that's thanks. But yeah, yeah. appreciate that. Um, <laughs> You know, we like we we both work and, you know, she's here working from home and she's with the baby the whole time. And, you know, what she, she's working two jobs, essentially. Right. Um, and it's a little bit different for me because and I think for people in my situation and it's good because you, you know, you get to speak for the single income side of it. And mm-hmm. I'm from like yeah. the, the double income side of it with a family. Right. But. We don't do daycare. You know, she, she watches the baby um, every now and then if we need to, like my mom will come down and watch her, but it's very far in, in between that we do that. And it kind of, I was thinking about this the other day where like my wife gets a lot of praise for what she does and she should like rightfully so because she's fantastic at what she does. It, it made me think when's the last time somebody praised you for being a good dad? Because it's like, sometimes it makes me think, I'm like, shit, am I doing enough? Because then you start thinking about, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough stuff? Am I being good enough? And this and that. And that's just more like in here than it is reality. But that's, you know what I mean? But that's what this show is about, is that's that's more in here than reality. And, and yeah. that doesn't mean that just, I mean, I'm a Harry Potter nerd, you know, just, just like, you know, Dumbledore said, just because it's in your head doesn't make it any less real. Yeah. And you know, it's yeah, it's it's one of those things where wow. You can't even think about that time, can you? 
No, I can. I know who does on a regular basis, on a, on a, on a semi-regular basis, and that's my mom, honestly. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I try to talk to my parents at, at least once a week, and something like last week I was I was a terrible son. But, um, but no, it's – I can – on a semi-regular basis, I mean, you know, I, I get told that, but it's not – but is it, it you or is it, it is hit. it is it a group it like we get a lot of you guys are doing great you guys are doing fantastic she gets a lot of hey you're doing an awesome job as a mom like you're doing this and that well, yeah. fantastic i mean i guess you that's, know, like we'll get that like hey you guys are doing great but like when's the last time somebody pulled you aside and was like hey you as a father like as a man dude you're fucking kicking ass right now just because I know my mother listens to this and supports me and everything that she does, um, I'm gonna say, "Mom, it's okay." But it, but that does not happen. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it's you know, I I get told periodically, yeah, that that I'm doing a good job, that I'm I'm I'm, you know, especially when I talk about Daryl, you know, mm-hmm. how how he's my you know he's my inspiration as far as being a father as, as well as my dad, and um, but it's no, it doesn't that that kind of thing doesn't happened and thanks for bringing that up now i'm not gonna sleep for shit tonight either um no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm only kind of kidding um but i mean has has that happened to you and i mean what maddie's seven months eight no nine mm-hmm. nine months really yeah i know time flies man birthdays in february Good i Lord. know um time flies. yeah no i mean has Seriously, has anybody has anybody said something like that to you? Because honestly, Dan, you're an amazing father. Um, we get the you guys are doing a great job. Like everything you're doing yeah. is fantastic. Like we're really proud of you guys. Like you guys are killing it. It's a lot of like the all encompassing. Uh, we're we're involved. Yeah. In and that is, there's nothing wrong with that because, yeah. you know, as you know, parenting is, is a team, is a team effort. Like there is, yeah. you know, there is some individual aspects to it, but that kind of happens as, as they get older and you start to have that, that individual time really where you can go do stuff. Like she's so young yeah. that we don't really, we don't really do stuff like that yet. Like we'll, she'll go to the store and take her, or, you know, I'll take her for a walk or something like that, but that'll be, you know, that'd be about it. Like. She's not old enough Sorry, to experience I'm, I'm, everything. I'm picturing, I'm picturing that. Me that's, walking her? She'd yeah, be walking me, honestly, at some yeah, point. But no, I mean, like, you know, you, it, it, her stepmom sent her a really nice text message after vacation and was basically hitting all the points as to, like, why she's killing it as a mom. And she was, and, and awesome. she is, and that's fantastic, right? And that's when it kind of started making me think, like, I cannot remember the last time somebody has said something like that to me, you know, like, like, and like she does, like my wife does, but every now and then, you know what I mean? Like it's, but it's like, Oh yeah. No, Sarah does for me. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. 100%. But it's like outside she, of that, yeah. outside of that. And maybe, maybe we're just fools to like care about what other people are thinking, but it's kind of like, but it's <laughs> no, kind of like, it does make me? you think it does make you think. Cause this is a little bit different when you're a parent, it's a little bit different. Like it is. you think you're doing a really good job. It's kind of like at work. Like you think you're doing a good job. You think you're killing it on this thing. And then suddenly somebody's like, Oh no, you didn't do this right. And it like blows up your whole word. You're like, God damn yeah. Like I got to redo everything. Well, and it's also, you know, I don't, I give precisely no shit. Uh, what somebody thinks of me. I don't. Um, uh, unless you have a comment about how good of a father I am. 
or bad. <laughs> or bad. Like I don't, honestly. I don't like. like you, I don't care. If somebody don't... were to look at me and to call me a shitty father, that would hurt. Even if they don't know me, that would hurt. Right. Right. Like I, I would care more about how somebody viewed me, how I raised my child. Like if I was doing something yeah. wrong, be like, dude, that's shitty. Like you can't do that. But like in my mind, if I know that it's the right thing for my child and then you try to tell me what I'm doing is wrong, that's completely different. Like you can go fuck oh, off. Like I'm <laughs> like my wife and I are always going to hold the best interest of our daughter, you know, yes. whether you like somebody else likes it or not. But like if I'm, if it's like the little things, like if you're not doing enough around the house or if you're not doing this and you're not doing that and you you feel like you're like if you you know if it seems like you're neglecting your child and stuff and somebody tells you like dude you're being a shit parent right now that hits a lot differently now luckily i've never had anybody say that to me because i hope i haven't been that way <laughs> i don't feel like I, I have but i i haven't either and but also at the same time who's who's the target of that the quit like who gets jumped on or how am i trying to say this help me out dan who is more likely to be looked at as a poor parent, men or women? Uh, men. Now, I'm not. I'm not being biased. I, I'm not being no, biased. It's just, I don't. It's, I don't feel like I'm being biased truth. either. I think, and and maybe maybe that phrasing is a little off, but we mm. will definitely get told that we're a bad father a lot faster than somebody will tell somebody they're a bad mother. Okay. Well, yeah. And like, think about it. How often do you see, I'm going to use, say this as a trend, but like, how often do you see the, uh, like married single parent thing that goes around? Like I didn't sign out to be a married single mom, but if you flip that and a dad goes, I didn't sign out to be a, a married single dad. Yeah. Then immediately it's going to be, well, you don't understand what they're going through. What, what yeah. about, what about us? You know, and I hate doing that. Like, what about me is bullshit. Cause it's complete, it's complete. It's, it's just, stupid but it's really it's really not because it's i mean on you have to understand a lot of these topics what about ism is what about this that it's relevant this yeah people need to to look at these this what about ism type of thing in a case-by-case basis because stuff stuff like this it's a relevant thing it's a relevant well what about yeah what about what about me you know, well, I'm not looking. I'm not looking for empathy. I'm not or sympathy. I'm not looking for attention. It's just sometimes you know this, like you you get forgotten about sometimes. And you know, uh, a coworker of mine, and I guess us technically, um, you know, he's he's a single father, and he's been going through it for 13 years. Right? He wasn't married, yeah, but he's been going through it for 13 years, and he just now finally last year. Um, after all the the runaround and the ring you know ring through and all that he finally got the court to side with him where he's now collecting uh child support but it took 13 years to do it like you oh, like Lord. how like and you know and everything was and <laughs> everything 13 was minutes for for a mom to get child support out of a, out of a yeah mom. and it was like everything was in favor of her even though you know there's a whole laundry list and i can get him to come on one day and we could talk about it but you know it's if just he's like ever you comfortable said, coming on and talking about some of the things i mean especially after you know having having a child with somebody and not being married to them and then go, having to go through all that stuff i think yeah. it would really help a lot of people out there really but do. it wasn't you know in, the, in their like history it was you know they were on that path to doing that but then she you know some shit things happens. happen yeah shit happens yeah. something sometimes things happen and um you know he's done 
a good job of cleaning his life up and being his main focus is his daughter. And I applaud mm-hmm. him and I commend him for being trying to be the oh, best absolutely. dad that he can possibly be, you know? And he admitted the other day that, you know, we're coming to a time where he was like, you know, holidays really suck for me. And I'm coming, we're coming to the point where my daughter realizes that now, you know, it's just us for the holidays. And I started to think, and I was like, God damn, that's gotta, that's gotta fucking suck. It, it, it can't be easy. I mean, I don't. I I can't. I can't really imagine. I mean, I really yeah. can't. It's it's one of those things where you know I was I I was lucky. Um, you know, as as a kid, I I didn't have a bad upbringing. I had you know I had adults around me at all times that cared about me, and um, my stepdad was amazing. The, you know the, the the last guy my mom married was amazing. Daryl, uh, my my dad was was great. My mom, my stepmom, I did get lucky in that aspect. So I mean, I guess I, what I'm saying is I don't understand. I don't, and I would love to. I would love to get more insight on it. I would. It and would, honestly, it, it, I, I hate to say, it, but I hope I never have to. I know I never have to learn what it's like to be in that situation. No. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to be but, a dick about it, but it's no. just like, I don't want to be, I don't know. I want, I don't want to know firsthand what it's like to go into a court system and know that no matter what, you're going to be the one that gets shitted on because you're the guy. And I'm not exactly. trying to be, I'm not trying to be an ass about it. Statist- it's just, rea- it's just speaking, reality. It's reality. Yes. It's just reality. Absolutely. You could, the, you could have a, a, a mom that murdered 15 people and they would go, well, the whole point is to try to keep the kid with, you know, with the mom and this <laughs> and that. But I'm like, okay, well, there's there one of killing states spree. like that. Yeah. And I'm like, they just want a killing spree. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, why am I getting shafted? But Basically, like, uh, I mean, really here in Washington, and this is, this is verbatim what I've gotten from some friends of mine that have children, you know, outside of wedlock and, or, you know, they got a divorce or whatever, but, um, basically you have to prove that the mother is a crackhead to the, the to the point where she's got to arrive at the courthouse with a crack pipe, pipe oh, in her shit. purse before they will give you custody or you know grant you the the majority of the rights that it should be 50 50. it should but it's not but the no. same it's not the same if you put the shoe on the other foot it would take them all no. five minutes you know yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. all it is. And and you know there there is something to be said and and you know I'm never going to sit here and say you know that that kids don't need their mother because they do. Mm. But what what people need to remember and what I feel like people I I feel are really starting to clue in on is they need their father too, especially young boys. So that I'm not going to get on that soapbox. That is a soapbox that that I will stand tall on, and I that is a hill I will die on. I mean, that's a hell of a but soapbox I will, we could go on right now. But, oh, absolutely. But I will say one thing above above all else. I I firmly believe that, especially young boys, young girls do too, uh, but especially young boys, they need their father around. Yeah, and like. Uh, um, like my brother-in-law, he's he's a single parent and to a daughter, and he's or at least doing, a strong male role model. Yeah, and like he's he's doing a fantastic job with his daughter. I mean, like it, unbelievable job. And I don't know if I don't know if she would be the same if if he wasn't who he was. You know what I mean? And he yep. dedicates his whole life to her as well. And I, it's it's just you kind of have to like commend 
people when you get the opportunity to, because I think that really makes a difference for them. And it's, and it's really uh, one of those differences of like making somebody's whole day or whole week when you, when they hear something like that, other than, you know, not hearing it. And again, it's different for us because we're not in that situation, but at the same time, I mean, like, damn, like that shit's fucking nice sometimes to hear, you know, but like we do, you know, you put your head down and you just keep grinding and you keep driving mm-hmm. and you keep pushing and you just keep working. And, you know, at the end of the day, if, if nobody's complaining, then you're doing your job right. Yeah, basically. I mean, <laughs> and, even if, and and if nobody's complaining but the kids when they're a little older, then you're definitely doing your job. Then right. you're definitely doing your uh, job right. <laughs> so, but no, and, and that's and that's. I mean, Dan, you, you hit it. I mean, we put it, we put our heads down. We we grind. I mean, we we talk about, you know, I, I've never liked the phrase toxic masculinity because I don't feel like masculinity is toxic. Um, but that's another soapbox I'm not going to get on. But we've discussed, you know, the the we that we don't like, you know, the the masculinity, you know presuppositions that you know you're just supposed to go to work and come home and do you know you know come home and you know do things around the house and do you know we don't we kind of brush that off but at the same time we also freely admit dan i mean that's what we do that is i mean we go we go to work we grind it out we do what we need to do in order to get the job done um we do then we come home and we do what we need to do around the house and we do what we need to do with our children and it and i say what we need to do but you know I want to be clear with everybody out there. And I, I think I could speak for Dan with this too, is men like us. That's, that's what we want to do. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is how we operate. It's not, there's nothing wrong with it. I think um, to touch on what, what you just brought up with the whole uh, toxic masculinity, I know you don't want to really hit that soapbox, but let's just be honest. To- toxic is toxic. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're female or male. Or- yeah, it does not. It does not matter. Toxic is toxic. And let's be honest, men will hurt each other's feelings, right? Like we'll, we'll get in on one another and dig deep. Uh, women, on the other hand, will go straight for the fucking jugular and the Achilles and they will make sure that you don't get back up again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they do oh, and they do it to themselves, you know, they do yeah. it to themselves. And, you know, like you and I, like. It, it's so different because if like you and I got into it, we would probably just cuss each other out and, and, you know, probably just walk away from the, from that, from that situation. Yeah. But if you see like two women get into it, they, they're throwing hands, they're grabbing whatever well, they can. They're grabbing hair. They're just, you know, all kinds of shit. And it's just like, it's just yeah. like, like you said, I, I don't think that, I don't think being toxic has a label to it. It's just, you are, or you're not. That's true. No, actually, and and I don't think I've ever had anybody, you know, kind of explain that that side of it, you know, as far as you just did. And yeah, it's true. It's toxic is toxic. I don't care masculine, feminine, whatever. Um, but yeah. I think we're really good when it comes to it. Like if you wanna if you want to put a label on it, if you look at men, I think we're really good at um I think we're really good at masking situations. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like we can, we can, what's a, what's a good way to say it? Like we could be on the phone and act like you give a shit. And then the minute you hang up, you're like, fuck all that. Like, I don't care two shits about this person. You know what I mean? But you do it to save face type of thing. And I think that, 
I wonder. I feel like that's more of a type of person because I know when. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I guess, I guess you could say. But I wonder if, like, I wonder if we would stop doing shit like that, especially to like each other. You know, knowing that if uh, you're talking to another guy, you're talking to another, you know, uh, male or whatever, and you know that he's having issues. If maybe we just stop being such dicks about it and just actually like listen to what's going on. Like we said, like that might make or break their day. That might make break or their week that might make or break their whole year, you know? And I think we are so focused on, like you said, putting our head down and driving and pushing and just kind of moving on to the next thing, knocking off checkpoint after checkpoint after checkpoint that we forget to listen to everybody else sometimes. And I mean, I can, I can, you know, say that I've been like that before where I, I check out sometimes and I'm not paying attention to everybody else. I've done it here. I've done it, you know, at work, I've done it with people and friends and stuff like that. And I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just, um, sometimes you just get hyper-focused on something and you're so into your own, your own mentals that you kind of just block everybody out. And sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not. And to be honest with you, when it's not, that's, that's you. That's usually when you see that toxic shit come out from your side, because you, I think, I think what happens is people tend to get defensive and people tend to start arguments when it gets that way and you get chippy and you get, you know, in a certain way. And then, like you said, you start remembering shit that you did 15 years ago and mm-hmm. you go, damn, did I do that just now? And you're like, fuck, yes, I did. And like, God damn, yeah. now I feel like shit. Yeah. And that's, you know, and, and I think you're, you know, to, to bring it back to your, your initial statement or, you know, kind of your initial conclusion is, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe if we stopped doing that to each other as a knee jerk reaction, it might have, I mean, I feel like that's part of what put us in this position where you and I have a podcast trying to raise awareness for men's mental health, because that's what we did. That's, I mean, yeah, I didn't take, take a listen to what my dad said last week, you know, or two, a couple of weeks ago, Yeah, you know, he, he wasn't, it wasn't welcome during his, I mean, during his time. I mean, it's a completely different generation. Um, you didn't talk about your feelings, not, not as much as not, it's not as it wasn't as okay as it is now. I mean, I don't like painting with that big wide brush that, you know, you, nobody was able to, but we're talking about in general here and that, and it's, yeah. a fact. and yeah. you know, there were, you know, we didn't talk about it. And then when we did talk about it, it was kind of, you know, as, as men, you know, we didn't talk about it for, for gener for generations. And then when we started to talk about it, it was kind of, we, we, we opened ourselves up a little bit in front of our friends just to see how they'd react. And when, the, and then when they jabbed you, and when they threw something back at you, and then when they gave you shit, that made you crawl back inside. And yep. and you know we did that for a couple of generations, and now you know we're trying to raise awareness for for men's mental health, and and I feel like we're on the right path. We're not there yet, and it'll never be. You know, I, I've I will never be in favor of the of the emasculation of of the male species i i I won't i will never be in favor of that i mean men have to be men and sorry but that's my opinion if you disagree hey i mean you know i remember a time when we could disagree and still get along so Mm -hmm. let's 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 keep that up but But, you know the flip the flip side of that is like you said men still need to be men right but then there's a lot of people out there who uh 
have an issue with like women doing things that men do. And I don't really Give understand. Give me an example. Like, uh, like trades, for instance, where you have women who are in the trades now, like mechanics and welders and, and yeah, truck drivers, stuff like that. You have men that are threatened by that. And I don't understand why. And, and I mean, I get why, because it, she, it's a challenge to you and you're not as hot shit as you thought you were. But I mean, <laughs> you know what? I really don't think, I really don't think that mentality is as prevalent in that situation as people think it is. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it from my side from like it, being, at, being in being at the oil, like being in oil for, for five and a half years. We saw it where you had more people that were willing to accept that with, with somebody like with a, a woman doing that job. And then you look outside of that, you have people that think that's wrong because you still think you have people that think like women deserve that should only be at home. You know, they're, they should only be doing this and they should only be doing that. But uh, at the same time, if you put the shoe on the other foot and if it was us doing something like that, like a man staying at home, taking care of their kids, we would we would look down on them for that at a time. Right. I mean, we would, I would personally look, I would look down on myself. I would I would look at back it in the like, day. I would. I mean, not anymore. Are you kidding me? Let me stay. Right. Home and play with my right. Kids. Right. But, right. And that's what but, I mean. So <laughs> so it's like, but you don't know the situation because what if what if she's making like 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 one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year? Are you really going to tell her to quit her job and stay home? If I'm making like 70 and she's making one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year, am I am I really going to tell her to quit and stay home if she doesn't but, want to? But people also people also tend to forget that when somebody gets to that level in their career, they got there by not letting people tell them what they can and can't do. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where I think that's where we as um, men and as fathers where we were the part where we need to focus back on. Because like we said, you know, nine out of ten times we won't care about whatever people think about us but you bring up that one thing like being a parent yeah we're going to give a shit about that because yeah. that's like attack on our character but when you like you said when somebody brings something up and you start poking fun at them and you start poking your finger and shit like that you think you're just being funny but in reality you don't have any idea like what that person is going through and mm -hmm. that might not be something that person can ignore, which means that person might be staying up late and not being able to get some sleep because, hey, at least the people I thought I could talk to, I can't talk to anymore. And I was just about to say that. And, and we learn, and honestly, as, as guys, we learn that as an early, at an early age, we really do. I mean, you know, as, as kids in school and stuff like that, you didn't talk about what was going on at home. You didn't talk about how you were feeling. You didn't talk about any of that kind of stuff, you know, because if you did, what would happen? Your friends would give you a little shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that's basically what would happen. And I, and you know, good or bad, that's, that's just what would happen. And then, you know, I feel like, I feel like that's a lot, at least of mine, you know, as, as far as I go is sometimes things happen in my life that remind me of something back in my, back in the day and it hurts. It does. Or, or you know, it reminds me of, of some way that I hurt somebody else and I lose sleep. Um, or, you know, something happens and reminds me of a time back in the day where I couldn't do it, where I couldn't, you know, follow, not necessarily follow through, but where I, uh, it, it was, ooh. yeah, yeah. And, and you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, yeah. You know, that time no, where I couldn't I, yeah. do it. And then that, that self doubt starts to creep in. I was just about to ask you, have you been put in a situation where, 
like something happens, right? And maybe you didn't react the way that you thought you should or reacted the way that maybe you needed to. And you walk away from that situation and you go, damn, I should have done X, Y, and Z instead of not doing anything. Or I should have, you All know what time. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we got like, I'm not saying. So we, we were in a situation one time where um, we had to take uh we were getting the baby looked at at the hospital and there was a confrontation that took place um, with the person at the front desk who is just absolutely beyond rude as shit. And I was in the middle of handling something on one side and she was handling something on the other and her and him started getting into it a little bit. And I had the baby with in my hands and I was like, I'm like, what? I can't do anything. Like, what am I going to use my child as a mace and just like start swinging <laughs> around? Like, like what am I? So I just, they, I looked, they frown on that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, I looked at her and I just looked her dead and I said, go outside, like, just go like separate yourself. Just go because there is yep. no point to, you know, and then I'm sitting there thinking about it and like, she's mad. She's upset because, um, you know, they weren't taking the situation seriously. And then I started thinking like, like, should I have, if this was a different situation where I wasn't holding the baby, would I have cussed that guy out in front of everybody? Probably. But at that moment I was looking at the difference between what's going on here. And I have a child in my hand. And my first reaction was to get her out of the building, to get her away from everything, because I, I can't do anything if I have a child in my hands. Right. So it's like I started thinking, I'm like, but I, did I react the right way? Did I do the right thing in that situation? Are you actually asking? Because yeah, I, I kind of. Oh. I mean, like, I, I mean, don't know. <laughs> like, like that was like in my Honestly, mind. Like, yeah. You, in I my mean, mind. In, that's my what opinion, I was... in my opinion. Yeah, you did. You, you did exactly what you what you should have done is nobody wants a confrontation especially in front of their children especially yeah. in the hospital in a high it yeah. already a, it's already a high stress situation right and then and, also and this this is also another thing this is also what keeps you know part of what keeps you up at night is you know it's the evolution of who you are mm-hmm I mean, that's yeah, really, because it, because old me would have came across that desk and probably beat the living <laughs> shit out of him and went to jail. But I mean, that, and you're right. That is like that, because I'm thinking in my, in my mind, I'm like, I have my wife who's upset and hysterical. I have this guy being a complete fucking ass clown. And then, like, I have my child who's upset. So it's like, who do you who do you target your focus you, to? You focus so on I, your child, which is I had to focus what, on my child, what we're, tra- what we're trained to do. It was try to get her out of the way and then focus on my child. And then, you know, they, the guy scurried into the back and he was laughing and he was like, I don't have time for this bullshit. And I like turned around and I was like, that's, I was like, one, that's unprofessional. I said to that person right there needs to get fired for handling a situation like that. I was like, there's no reason that a front desk person should be cussing out a patient to begin with. And you could hear him, John in the back, John in the back. And I just, I was like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I just walked away and we left and we didn't come back and we're probably not going to ever go back to that office again but it was like situations like that where you know if she is holding the baby i would have reacted completely different i would have i would have flipped my shit i would have told her to get out with the child and then i would have lost my mind but there's times where like uh like early on in our relationship she's gotten into it with somebody um over like over social media or whatever just like some some like drama type stuff but like very early on somebody (laughs) somebody said something that they didn't need to say and i lost my fucking mind because it was like i feel like you have these triggers where 
you sure. go from you go from like reading the situation and kind of like analyzing what's going on and then it but if like that one person says something like to your wife or to your child, it's like, mm, skirt, like, excuse me, <laughs> you know, and we got I'm just going to leave this here for a second. Yeah. This like is, mm, yeah. time out. Hold on. So I feel like when you get into situations like that, and I'm sure other people have been in situations like that where maybe it's not with them and their like a spouse and, and their child. Maybe it's just them and their child out in public. And it's like, what, how do you, nobody, nobody prepares you for this stuff. This is just instant reaction. This is just no. whatever is in here takes over. You know, you could replay the situations in your mind a hundred times, but you're never going to know how you're going to act until it happens. Right. Oh yeah. So it's I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't get a handbook for this shit. Did you? No, I didn't, you know, and then it's, <laughs> it's like, and, and maybe I'm okay. T- tell me if I'm being Oh, my wife thinks I'm being a little crazy when it comes to this shit. Sometimes there are some, uh, older gentlemen that will make like a comment when I'm, when we're out and about and looking at my daughter and it'll be like, Oh, she's beautiful. Like she's a good looking, like that's a good looking like do- like young lady or whatever right there. Like something like that. Right. In my mind, I'm going, um, would you like to be castrated because you need to shut the fuck up. And then like my wife is like, it, they're just <laughs> that- complimenting. Like they were you're, just, I'm like, no, 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 no. Dad of a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, uh, that's that's all that is. I mean, but in my I, mind, I, that's I, the exact re- that's the exact way to react because if you don't, who knows what's going to happen? I don't react like that. Oh, okay. Well, then, <laughs> I'm, apparently, I'm the subject of the net, next Netflix serial killer drama because oh, in my no, mind, that, like when I see that, wrong, I'm like. Though. And honestly, like I would love to get the fathers. Um, I, I would love to get the fathers. Yes, it'll look closer. Sorry. Yes, I would. Go. I would. I would love to get the fathers together and and just go through being a dad. Yeah. You know, one of the things that you that that you've you weren't surprised of with things that you were surprised about. What are the things that you were most worried about with your and that and that was one of them for me is, you know, I have a, I have a little girl or a little boy. And I mean, I, when, when my wife was pregnant, I'm sitting, I mean, I mean, you know, you go through every scenario. I mean, all of a sudden they're 30 years old in your head. I mean, it's <laughs> not even born yet, but you go through every possible scenario and I can't tell you how many times I killed people in these scenarios. Now, now, is that something that would actually happen? I don't know. I don't. And that's the honest to God truth. I, I mean, if if somebody were to touch any of my children, anybody I really cared about, would I would I bury them like I've always said I would? I don't know. I have no idea. But it keeps you up at night. Do, yeah, yeah, it does, and <laughs> it and does. it's just like because you hear all these fucking horror stories, and the problem is the shit is yeah. everywhere, and you can't fucking get away from it. So, like, it I I don't know, man. Like, that's the shit that keeps me up at night. Really, it's not it's not like did I fuck up at work or did I you know did I fuck up at home? I mean, that part bothers me because like one of the worst things it bothers us. Sure. So, like, I say it all the time. Like, I really don't. Uh, you know me well enough. I really don't care what a lot of people think about me. And I clearly no. have a quick fuse uh, as you, as you've no. known. And, Oh no. And, uh, but like the, the one thing that will always get to me is, did I just disappoint somebody? 
you know, especially if it's somebody that I care about or somebody that maybe they put some faith into me to do something and or like trusting me to do something. And I, maybe I didn't do it right. Did I just, did I just disappoint them type of thing? And so that keeps me up at night, but then the whole thing with the child, mm. like, <laughs> so when you combine those two together, it's just, oh, like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to learn how to cope and, and how, do how do we can, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got nothing, bro. Because, because also, you know, it's, it's. I mean, it's it, we're, that's the type of people we are, Dan. It's that's that's what we that's what we do. We worry. <laughs> I hate it. I fuck. I yeah. did not. I did not like. I it, there was a difference between not sleeping, and then there's a difference between like a little 17 pound ball of fury that actually makes you lose sleep now because you yes. can't, I have, I have uh, 18, 20, 30, 40 years that I have to worry about with, with this, with this thing of, of just love and, right. and beauty. She'll and get bigger. Just, she'll, she'll, there you go. I know, but it's just <laughs> like, you talk about losing sleep. Yeah. I mean, so you talk about All that, you talk about bills, you talk about everything else, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people who maybe they're struggling with their relationships or whether, you know, whatever it is. And and then you got kids on top of that. And it's like, I feel like a lot of it though, is just me trying to prepare for something that doesn't happen and it may not ever happen, but I feel like I would rather drive myself crazy preparing for that than not being ready for it when it does. Let's just be honest. That drive is more of a, a stroll around the block for you, um, as far as to get to crazy. But you're, pre- I mean, you, I mean, even when you and I met, I mean, you, you even said you, you've, you're not a full blown just prepper, prepper. But I mean, that's what you do. That's, the, yeah. but that's the whole thing. That's the type of person that you are, Dan. Is you plan and plan and plan on all these different scenarios. Now, is are, are they going to happen? We don't know. But that's, but we've also. We also see this every day right. on the news, in on Facebook, on you know, on on the Tiki Talk. On mm-hmm. I mean, there's any number of things. I I mean, I don't I don't personally share much about my family on fa- on Facebook or social media. I really don't. I, I um, you'd have to go back a few years to get to really get some some intentional pictures of my children. I don't think I've even had some unintentional pictures of my children on my Facebook. Um, it's, but, and the reason I say this is because, you know, it feeds right into what you were saying is it's a scenario that that's what I did to plan. So, I mean, it's, it's something that we all do, Dan. It's something that, you know, we could all drive ourselves crazy with the what ifs or what abouts or, um, how do I deal with this? But you know, none of us know what none of us know what we'd do in that situation. Now, the question I have, going back to topic, which I, I really love the fact that we bounce back and forth. It's so much fun, and you know that's what we do, Dan. It's uh, honestly, it's one of it's one of my favorite parts about doing this with you. That's um, why I said that's why I said this turned more into a talk show than it did a podcast, and I'm it all did. about it too. It, 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 I'm but, about it. but now I have to before before we go because we are, we are running uh running a little late um yeah. before we go I don't care either but you know the, there are things to be done um yeah. what is there any is there anything that you go to when you're when you're having a hard time sleeping 
Or does it, I mean, does it depend on the situation? Does it, I mean, if you know why you're not sleeping, is there, is there a go-to? No, not, no? not really. Um, if, uh, if I have the opportunity to, I'll, I'll probably like turn the, t- so we're, we're like TV sleepers. So we'll have the TV on it on a oh, sleep really? timer and, you know, but, um, if the TV is off, sometimes I'll turn the TV back on and try to like distract myself. But sometimes it's just laying there staring at the ceiling until my eyes close. Then sure. it'll be, you know, think trying to like rethink about other stuff, you know, like I'll, I'll do like dumb shit where I'll like sit there and, and think about like, uh, like a trade that I could do in fucking Madden, like anything that I could do to like distract <laughs> myself. Right. I'll be sitting there and I'm like, okay, so I'm running a four, three defense. So if I do this, this and move this guy here, like, I'll just try to do what I can to like, to like get it out of my head. Right. Or, um, I'll start thinking about things like, uh, lately what I've been doing is like thinking about like shit in the future. Like, Oh man, like when, when, when Maddie gets older, like we're going to go to baseball games, I'm going to take her to a hockey game. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, and that gets me excited. But other than that, I mean, no, um, I, before Madison came and came around and, uh, she, or, uh, I would, um, go to the couch maybe and, or like go to the guest room and just kind of like separate myself and just try to like maybe because they say like, if you can't sleep to like change where you're at. So I would move around. I would go to the couch or go to the guest room. I'd go do something and, and try to like go back to sleep. And sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Uh Oh, you got muted. Did you mute yourself? Did you unplug yourself? No, no, can't hear you. Son of a beach. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. No, still nothing. Golly, what did you do? You can at least you can still hear me. I just can't hear you. Yeah, I don't know why it does that or why it did that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Shit happens sometimes, but oh, this is a great view, by the way. That was fantastic. Thank you for that. We're definitely not posting this video. <laughs> this is great because I can just say whatever I want and there's nothing that you can say in return. Like knowing that you're just a big old uh, Sasquatch and that you are closer to a RP than I am. And, uh, you know, <laughs> so for those of you that aren't watching the video, um, Brady's fuming right can you now. Hear me now. The, um, yes, I can. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So what happened? Um, I have no, and like for whatever reason, my, I, I think my mic got unplugged just enough. Oh, Still looked like it was plugged in. Still looked like it had power, but <laughs> it happens. So anyway, yeah. So I mean, at least you heard. So I, yeah. So I, I gotta ask, um, how long you've been dealing with uh, with sleeplessness? High school, and you're only just worried about it now. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's kind of what what I'm getting at. 
I've never really, I don't know if I've ever really been worried about it. I've just kind of accepted like, eh, like I just don't sleep well because it's weird. If I do get like eight, nine hours of sleep, I don't feel good. Like I don't feel rested. Like my like go to is like five to like six hours of sleep and I'm good to go. Like that's I'm I'm, I'm with you. I don't know. No, I mean I just I'm sure some of it when I was younger is because I was overweight and I wasn't sleeping well. And maybe you know, and even when I wasn't and I was in shape, I still wasn't sleeping well. Like I would be restless all the time. Round is a shape, but I'm trying to not be round. So, (laughs) I mean, what about Um, you? Like, do you have a go to when you can't? when you can't sleep? I mean, it's definitely situational. Um, if, if for whatever reason, you know, if I know the reason I can't sleep then then I'll, um, I'll usually just try to try, you know, some, I do math in my head, <laughs> just something stupid. That is just something I can do really. I mean, just over and over and over and over again, just to kind of get it out of my head. Um, I've been drinking tea lately actually before bed. really uh, hmm. yeah yeah does that help it uh, i feel like it has yeah i mean at least i still don't sleep really well but i feel like the first uh the first few hours are are definitely a little bit better um um i mean i guess it, it, yeah i guess it's more situational than it. like if i have a nightmare which hasn't i mean happened in a while because i really don't mm-hmm. remember my dreams but um, if I had a night, if I have a nightmare, I mean, I still go to the same thing I did when I was a little kid. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna, <laughs> gonna make me say it. Aren't you? Um, I am because I was actually gonna bring it up. You know what I used to do it, when I was a kid and I had nightmares? I used to think about this is this is I, you're gonna laugh at this because this is totally me. Um, I would think about the. Uh, post-game snacks that you would get after your little league games. And I would think about that when I was a kid about like, Oh, we had Oreos last week. That was awesome. And I would think about, so you had a weight problem. Yeah. I (laughs) I mean, I still do now, but yeah, like I would think about like the post game snacks that we would do, or like I'd get really excited because like so and so's mom is doing snacks, and it's like, oh, she brings like chips and sandwiches. I can't wait for the game to be over. I didn't care about the game; I just wanted the food. Um, so what is yours? Whenever I had a nightmare when I was a kid, and like I said, I still I still use this exercise even now if I were to have a nightmare, which like I said doesn't happen. But um, it was Big Bird. Hmm. I think about Big Bird. Sesame Street, Big Bird. Yes. Like hanging out with Big Bird on yes. Sesame Street. Oh, that, yeah, I can see that. That's kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> you guys are the same height. <laughs> um, we are not the same height. Big Bird was like seven foot six. Okay. This is, okay. And I, don't, you, I don't know. I you were remember, seven but. foot six at like 12. So. No, I mean, I, I guess I get that because it's the imagination. Like you, you try to go to like, uh, what was that in a uh, happy go more, your happy place. You got to go to your, your happy, happy place. place. Yeah. Yeah. That was the happy place. That was where oh, you was. would go. I loved right? Sesame Street growing up. That was, I would do that same thing where I would like implement myself in a video game. So like whoever the okay, character yeah. was, I was the character at that point, you know? And like, that's where, that's what I would do as a kid sometimes too. Not just food, but I would think about that stuff too. <laughs> But like, like yeah, now, right. I mean, no, you're, just, you're just making stuff up to get us off the off the food topic. This, oh no, there would still be food involved. 
Well, Obviously, yeah, here, yeah. hey, here has got to eat, man. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, yeah, like even I get, I have nightmares, but and they're, uh, I wouldn't say all the time, but they, they, I would say at least a couple times a week. But I mean, um, damn, that, that's kind of all the time. A couple times a week, like three <laughs> or two. Um, so don't start mathing me, okay? Um, <laughs> A, th- a, th- a thruple times a week? A thruple. I have had him thrice now. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, yeah, I mean. This episode's I going off the rails now. Watch out. Yeah. I, I I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything for for that. Like I would just, it would just happen. And then I would sit there and think about it. And then I would forget bits and pieces of it. And maybe that was the good part was to forget some of that shit that happened well, because that's probably that was probably the worst part of the dream is what you forgot well i can't remember if i've ever brought this up but i used to have night terrors and yeah you, you talked about yeah. that before yeah so i mean like for me when i was a kid um it was daryl like it was daryl that got up like I, I he had I don't know how he did it but he i i was trained at this point to recognize that i was having a night terror and i would go get him Hmm. Um, out of what, bed. What does that tell him like? it was happening again? Um, it's terrifying. Hmm. It, it is. It is absolutely because you can't stop seeing and hearing the things that you're seeing and hearing, and your eyes are open. I mean, it's not like my eyes were closed and I was sleepwalking. My eyes were open, and I could see. And I mean, this is this was the point that Daryl, God love him. I mean. He, he did an amazing job with me with this, but you know, Daryl got me to the point where I could recognize that I was seeing and hearing things that weren't there. So therefore I could interact with the things that were in, in my actual reality to the point where I could go get him and wake him up. And as far as how did, how did I, how did they feel? They felt terrifying. It felt like I was being split in half. And I was about to say, was it like, was it like knowing that you weren't in a dream, but not understanding, like, but thinking that you still were at the same time, and then just not knowing, knowing that I like, knowing that I still was in in my nightmare and not being able to get out of it, um, made it almost even more terrifying because there was there were you know things would happen that I would see that I would that would make me question whether or not it was real. So it was like like mobile sleep paralysis almost, where it's like yeah. you see all this stuff happening, but you can't move. But in your case, is you see all this stuff happening and you can move, and it's like you're aware of kind of where you're at, but you're not at the same time. And it's like yes. your whole room just turned into like doom. Mentally, a couple of times, but um, yeah. mentally, um, mentally, it, it was it was splitting. It was, it was, and, and by doom, I mean, it was just a war zone just for the, yeah. those of you out there. I'm, you know, I'm that old, but, um, sorry, but yeah, it was, uh, it was like mentally being split in half. Mm. It was because half, half my mind knew that I was, I was having a nightmare and that I was seeing things that weren't there. And the other half of my, my mind was like, no, this is real. That's awful. It, it sucked. And that's, that's honestly, awful. I, I truly believe that this is, you know, this is one of the reasons that I don't dream anymore or that I don't remember my dreams anymore. Um, because I, I, as a kid, I couldn't handle it. Just like suppressed it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and don't get me wrong. It wasn't like this. It wasn't like my night terrors were a nightly thing. They weren't, 
But there, you know, I I did sleepwalk as well. You know, basically minus the hallucinations and sound. My I, my mom swears that I slept walk, and I don't know because like she'd be like, I heard you moving around at like one o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I wasn't doing anything. She was like, I could hear like the floor creaking and like you like rolling your chair, and I'm like. I don't remember. Yeah, like I don't remember any of that, and it's like, and it started making me think, and I'm like, oh shit, like am I sleepwalking? Like, but am I just like confined to my room? Like, did I, like, was I just getting up and just like I don't know? Like, I I thought about that maybe, or maybe my mom was just crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) could be ghosts. You never know. But uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I just can't imagine what that would be like because it's uh, to me that what you how you describe that kind of makes me think how somebody going through like PTSD, what they deal with sometimes where it's, I feel like it's, it's really similar. And like, I deal with some stuff where it's like, it's definitely, it's definitely similar to what you see in the movies as far as PTSD. Cause you know, they do put, they do pipe in the noises and like almost the shadowing, the, the shadowy, you, you know, scenes, um, superimposed over what you know the the head of the person you know it it is i mean it is that is pretty accurate as far as night terrors because that's what you've seen here when when uh matt died i i was afraid to go to sleep because i knew that when i laid down i would have to deal with all like the bullshit that was going that i didn't deal with um, and like, I would close my eyes and get this like visual representation of like him, like, you know, and I would, I, it, the shit would terrify me, but sometimes I, sometimes I still think about it, but it's more of like on trigger basis than it is just like going down to sleep, you know? Sure. So, you know, and that's. Uh, like when we're like watching a movie and stuff, if like she's seen something like a scene and there's like a scene like that coming up, she'd be like, don't, don't look at it. Like, okay. And then like, I'll like look away or something. And the ones that get me is when you don't know it's about to happen. And then it does. And I'm like, Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm fucked for the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and just like you said with me is I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't, I I don't, I have Dan as much as, you know, I, I, as much as I wish I could, I could, I could relate. I'm glad I can't. Yeah. But I have no idea what you go through. And I, I don't think I would want to go through what you went through. That would be terrifying for me. I don't know how. And I hear like people react so differently in those situations too. Like they're like, don't wake them up. Don't do this. Don't do that. Or like you kind of have to like let them like play it out essentially because you don't know what could from happen. What I under- yeah. From what I understand, the, the, the general consensus is try to steer them back to their bed. But mm-hmm. don't wake them up. I mean, mm-hmm. don't no loud noises, no screaming at them. I mean, there's no and and that end, there's no guarantee that they're even going to register that you're there or saying anything to them. It doesn't matter how yeah. loud you get. Yeah. But you basically just try to steer them back to their bed. Um, that's that, that's from, from what I understand. Isn't that kind of like ironic? Because you like you said, like don't no loud noises. Like it doesn't matter what you say to them. Like it's you can't steer them. Like you have to just like direct them to like where to go. Type it like back to the bed. Isn't that kind of like ironic? Because it's like uh, everything that you were ever 
taught or to like think about when it comes to like mental health is like you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do that but you have to like still find a way to like direct them so that they can kind of figure it out still on their own like oh, yeah. we like we don't have all the answers for everything we're all, we figure it out when we figure it out right but mm-hmm. it's like that like i feel like i feel like that in itself is kind of like a night terror when you are dealing with stuff like that Oh sure, and and you know we as we as humans we're better at we're we're better at adaptation than anything else. So I mean that's basically, so we we learn by by screwing up. Mm. I mean that's basically what we do, and and you know and you know that's not all adaptation is for those of you educated individuals out there. I understand that, but um, but yeah, no, we we it's trial, it's trial and error for us. Um, but hey, uh, this seems like a good time to wrap things up. I need we need like a um like a train station ding like on the metro for like when the end comes. Yeah, but I don't want people to know. Well, yeah, but I mean it's I don't even want you to know. Obviously, look at the look on your face. You're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> like, like, yeah. I like yeah. that. You're just like last stop the end of uh, many of your life unapologetically human. Uh thank you. This is the last stop. We appreciate everything. Uh thank you again and uh goodbye. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> I hate that line so much. That's so stupid. Clearly, I can't. I can't. You know, I, I have to go home because where else am I going to go if you kick me out at two o'clock in the morning? See, and that's, and that's one thing I love about you, Dan, is you're not thinking about the other alternatives because that's not the kind of person you are. What other alternative? Going home with somebody else, Dan. <laughs> I'm a married man. <laughs> To some married men out there, that doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good fucking point. (laughs) I'm just saying, we love to sit here and talk up men and stuff like that. We, you know, just like women can be, you know, a pain in the ass, men, we can be dirtbags. I mean, it's ain't that the fucking truth. So, but no, I mean, I, I've, I've absolutely loved talking and loved this episode. I know you, you've been, you were kind enough to record before my football game, and I I would like to say that I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, it is what it well, is. Well, your team is do- your team is doing so well this year, so I figure I figure you'd want to. Not you know, so well, yeah. but and games <laughs> games like today, games like today is what they who are you play today? The Giants and Ooh. games like today is what makes me nervous because they're division games and you're battling for a playoff spot. And yeah, it's exciting to watch, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of shit for like, how are you not watching this game? Because it's nerve wracking. That's why, and like I'm going to watch it. Like this I'm going to how he I'm takes care of his mentals. Yes, this is this. Like I've been like fidgety the whole time because like I've been looking down at like like updates and stuff like that, and I'm like I'm just not going to look at it because I want to watch the, the whole thing. I haven't seen it, and I'm not going to look. Oh, I'm, good. God you want me to look it up for you real quick? No, because now you got me fucking. I'm agitated. No, you don't have now. to tell us. No, don't. No, don't. I'm looking. I'm gonna look now. It is Brady, um, Brady just stirred the pot. That's... Hey, we're fucking winning. It's ten to three. So nice. Yeah, there's always that, right? But um, so before we before we head out of here, um, there are a couple some... things I'd like to talk talk about. Either, yeah, you know, before we go to yeah, quick. and me too. Um, go for it. And uh, well, I'd I'd like to throw it over to you for a second, just because um, we. We kind of discussed this through text over the last week um, about our kind of our plan for the new year for next year. We've got about one more episode before uh, we're going to take a break until uh, after the first of the year through the holidays. Um, we are, Dan, you, you mentioned something about 
videos. Videos. Yeah. Uh, so ever since we've been using this new program, uh, we've been able to post our videos to um, Spotify. So when, as you know, most of you know that when you use Spotify, you can pop the video up uh, at the bottom of your player and you can listen or you can cut the video off and just listen to the to the podcast itself. But um, ever since we've been doing this, uh, I got to go back and look at the total amount of videos. But seven of our videos were in the top 20 percent of most wa- most watched uh, podcasts on Spotify. Um, and for some fun, other little facts that some of you might not know, um, we grew our podcast by 88% in 2022. Uh, 59% of our listeners follow us on Spotify. Um, this is not counting like Amazon and Apple and all the other stuff. This is just Spotify numbers, which is kind of wild. Um, we produced uh, 1.3 thousand minutes in 2022, which is 150% higher than any other podcast in our genre. And I don't even know if Spotify put us in the right genre to begin with, because apparently we're labeled as health and fitness and we are nothing close to healthy or fit. So sure, I guess health, but, um, we've been streamed in seven different countries, which I think we've talked about before, but we've actually hit more numbers in those countries before. Um, we're top 25 in total podcasts listened to on Spotify, um, we, let's see here, like 31 of our fans made us their top 10 podcast, 28 made us their top five and 14 of the, of them made us our number one, most listened to podcast on Spotify. And those so, are, that's 14%, right? Or is that 14 listeners? That's 14, I guess 14 listeners. Oh, wow. So I don't know what the heck you guys thank are listening you. to, but thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, uh, it, I didn't realize that we were doing as well as Spotify said we were um, because like we don't we don't pay for stuff. We don't do ads. We don't do anything. We, you know, we don't get a lot of uh, feed back and interactions with people on social media. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what we do is we get a lot of I guess we get a lot of our interactions after we post an episode, which is yeah. great. I mean, that's fine. That's perfect. Like we, we don't care like how it happens as long as if it is, it's happening, then it's happening. And the only way that it's really happening is because of all of you people out there that keep yes. this show going. Um, but leading into 2023, um, I think what we would like to do is we have the capability to go live on Twitch uh, when we do these. And we did it one time. We did the one Father's Day episode where we went live on Facebook and Twitch. Um, Twitch is a little more forgiving when it comes to talking about stuff than Facebook. So um, I think what we're going to do moving forward into 2023 is every time that we do an episode, we're going to go live on Twitch and you can interact with us and you can chat with us and, um, you know, we will have like, uh, I don't know, we'll work out details, but we can do something like a Q and a thing with anybody who's listening or, or something like that, sure. or, you know, shit like that. But, uh, I think what we'll end up doing is, um, maybe like once a month when we do the, when we do that is maybe, uh, you and I will sit down and, and play some video games and, you know, try to combine the two things that we love most is, you know, doing this podcast and, and video games, which is our outlet for a lot of stuff. And it is, um, I mean, anybody that's listened to our podcast knows yeah. that, you know, we, we play. 
Yeah, we do. And it's it's a big thing for us. Like Friday night was hilarious and it was fun and it was something different. And <laughs> we had a um, blast. That was it was such fun. Everybody was everybody was just raving about it. It was great. And uh it's just another way for us to grow. Like we're not great on social media and we're definitely dropping the ball in that. And I think it's just safe to say that we're probably not going to get any better at it. So, um, uh, we're, yeah, we can try 2023 try. is going to be the social media year for me. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll be going live on Twitch and, um, we'll post like the links on the Facebook page and it's free for anybody that wants to watch. And if it's free to sign up to, so, I mean, it is what it is, but we just figure that's a good outlet to reach out to people that are uh, like-minded, you know, and we'll see what happens, but we're hoping to have more guests. We did pretty good. I think with guests for a little while this year, um, we, we had, did. I would say, you know, thanks to everybody that came on this year, but, um, one of our top episodes, actually we're looking at two of our top episodes were, um, the one where we kind of dove into your, into your past and, in your life and when we had Blake on and those were like two awesome. of our biggest opposite uh, opposites. Those were two of our biggest episodes this Oppos- year. And episodes. Episodes. Um, and I thought that was really cool. And the one that we had with your dad, that's like, I think that's somewhere on the list too, like in like the top five. So that's awesome. You know, it's, we did good. I think we did good this year. And, and I think the next episode is going to be, um, or I guess we can say our annual end of the year episode where yeah. we will, you know, we'll share stories. We'll drink, we'll be merry. We'll talk. Mm-hmm. We'll, you know, do what we did last year. Exactly. Um, I think that's a great idea. And, and hopefully uh gentlemen, if you guys are listening to this episode, uh, anybody that's come on, anybody that wants to come on, please reach out. Uh, we'd love yeah. to have you. Uh, that episode tends to be a little longer, but we're, we're drinking and we're having a good time. And, and you know it's it's Q and A. It's it's one of those end of the year things, and, and, and that'll be a like fun ending, one. To... Ending the year on on one of those fun yeah. ones, and one of the, yeah. on a positive note, I think is is really what we're all about. And that'll be fun to do live. That'll be that'll be oh, a fun absolutely. One to do. That'll yeah. be a fun one to do live. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we're coming to an end, man. Twenty twenty two is coming to an end, and twenty three is right around the corner. Like we're talking weeks away. I know. And um, that being said, you know, uh, we, we said this last year and I feel like this is definitely a message that that um, that keeps it's uh, pl- please don't don't forget about those those around you that have a hard time this time of year. Uh, you know, you know who they are. Um, it's just, you know, don't forget to check in on them every now and then. And don't forget that this is this is a particularly hard time of year for people that are estranged from their families that don't have families or, you know, any, (laughs) anything in between. Um, So let's, let's try to be a little nicer to each other. Um, It's, you you know, this, this isn't the easiest time of year for a lot of people. Um, There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of um, heightened emotions this time of year. So let's, let's, let's look at each other and, and treat each other with a little bit of grace. That was nice. That was nicely done. Was <laughs> Thank nice. you. <laughs> you know, we if you look back, we've you we've uh, definitely evolved a lot doing this. Oh, we have. I mean, both I in, both individually, both as yeah, no, both individually, but but also as a podcast. Yeah, you know, we've we definitely got better. Um, well, real quick, if anybody's looking for something fun to listen to over the holiday break, I highly recommend checking out the uh, Insync Christmas album. 
Mariah Carey. Um, the things I <laughs> uh, check out the uh, the things I learned last night podcast. It's um, hosted by a comedian and a friend of his. The comedian's name is uh, Jaron Meyer, and um, dude, it's I've been listening to it for like the the whole year. It's fucking hilarious. What's so it called? It, things I learned last night. And they awesome. have so, they have YouTube videos too, but it's it's uh, it's basically two friends that sit down, and the one friend will talk about something that he learned about the night before, like just Google researching stuff, and it'll be like, "Hey, have you ever heard of such and such?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, like no," but then they'll do they have their own like bits and stuff that go with everything, and it's all none of it's oh, scripted. That's awesome. None of it's scripted. It's all you know, just live reaction of everything, and it's. You want to talk about going off the rails? I'm those guys take like a, a 20 minute topic and then turn it into an hour and 45 minutes because they're just doing their own thing. It's <laughs> hilarious. I strongly recommend it. Awesome, awesome, and that's going to be. A little, I think we're going to be a little bit more on that too uh, next year. Is you know a little bit, a little bit more recommendations, music, games, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I think we should start doing that. That would be cool. I th- I'd like to start doing it, kind of, kind of lighten it up a little bit. Um, uh, those of you out there that listen to us, please let us know what you think about the, any of those ideas. And if, please, if you have any ideas, yeah. Um, I, I have in the past had had a couple of topics thrown at us that that you know would we wouldn't mind. Um, one of them is a very touchy topic. It's um, for for a lot of men out there, it's the the imbalance of child support. Mm. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Way, but, to, way to ruin the ending, Brady. God, hey, you know, it. what can I say? That's <laughs> that's how I roll. Cool. I mean, that that's what I do. I always ruin the end. Just ask the middle sister. Um, anyway, so- <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, man, enjoy your weekend. Tell. You too, your kids i didn't get to say hi to to I know. Uh, little p but uh you know next time next time but um tell My say say hi yeah say hello to uh um your wife and, and the kids and enjoy Her your weekend and i know i just don't i'm trying I to get know, away honestly, from like i'm trying I, to get away from it i i am too but i think with the cat as far as like my direct family the cat's kind of out of the bag that's yeah that's true I go, I flipped back and forth, but I was trying to take your lead on it and I didn't. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, man, enjoy your Sunday. Um, good luck to the Seahawks. You too, Who are you all playing? Um, uh, a team. Wow. What a fucking bandwagoner. Um, what? <laughs> anyway, this has been, another no, 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 Oh no, no, you can't, you can't move on, move on now. That's, um, this has so, been another no, no, this episode. Is, this is not a. This is not another episode. In your life, your life unapologetically, unapologetically human. human. And oh, there's oh. the end. That's that's messed up. I thought we were friends. Thought I, I terrible thought music cared, cared about me. I by say way, this every time. This is all. By the way, music. you guys are tied now. Um, Thanks, Seahawks asshole. against the Rams. Hey, no, you want to be a dick? Well, be a dick. <laughs> this has no. been another episode of Men in Your Life, Unapologetically Human. I am Dan. And I am Brady. And uh, everybody, enjoy your Sunday or Monday whenever this comes out. Enjoy your week. And uh, you know what? Go to hell for all you sports spoilers out there. Um, <gasps> how dare they? Now, have a great week, everybody. Have a good one.